This is FBG Jen. And FBG Kristen. And I'm FBG Margot, host and producer. You're listening to the podcast that will help you keep a lid on the junk in the trunk and inspire you to live a happy and confident life. Each episode, we chat with motivational experts and celebs and share our own candid adventures in being healthy. If you're looking for a podcast that's equal parts hilarious and enlightening, well then welcome to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. Welcome back to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. This is FBG Margot, and on the line today we have Jen. Hi. And we have Kristen. Hi guys. And this is such a fun show and such a fun interview. We are talking to Caleb Marshall, a.k.a. The Fitness Marshall, and he was such a hoot. And Kristen, you were a fan for quite a while now, weren't you? Yeah. You know, we've, um, I feel like, I don't know, a year or two ago, we started kind of covering him or tagging him or just doing different things with The Fitness Fitness Marshall with FBG because we're like, oh, he's hilarious and fun and makes you know, makes getting sweaty and getting your heart rate up a really good time. Because um, this whole thing, if you guys aren't familiar with him, is he he choreographs, like, cardio dance workouts to all kinds of, like, current hits. And then he puts them on YouTube. And they are and, – and he's ridiculous when he's doing it. Like, he's so funny. He just – you know, he, he is constantly just giving you cues that, when taken by themselves, don't necessarily – give you a lot of information. <laughs> um, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, you know, so like there's one in the in the Ed Sheeran Shape of You video, which is like, it's, it's probably the first one that I was like, yes, this is my jam. And he, he says a few things, he describes this move a few ways. One of them being patchel pancake, also <laughs> right. patchel playground, which is the same thing as your pancake, in case you didn't know, because um, I wasn't sure, but it is. But it's just, you know, it's it's funny stuff like that. And he, so the one he's probably best known for is the Megan Trainer Me Too video where, you know, he does this whole, you know, go to church and, you know, you're shaking your your hands in the air. And so, you know, this is all really fun to watch in a YouTube video, of course. And if you're if you're like me, like you can totally just get into this in your living room by yourself and it's it's a blast. But do you guys want to know what is more fun than doing even that? I do. Please tell me. It's um, taking... Yeah, it's going ideally with one of your best girlfriends, which I did, to one of his live cardio concerts (laughs) (laughs) where you show up and you do all of this wholeheartedly in a whole, a huge room, a ballroom or a gym or whatever it is that they're in for that particular one of a whole bunch of women and some men who are there to do exactly the same thing. You might be an FBG if. (laughs) Your idea of a good time is like going to a concert where you are actually working out. (laughs) Not only that, if your idea of a good time is driving two hours in the rain (laughs) to get to it, and on a day when you have company in town, but you ditch them to go do this, and then you come back that night, and then you have to get up at four o'clock the next morning so that you can go help set up for oh. um, the race that you've been on the committee for for a year. Like, but there was no way I was missing it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, if that tells you anything, it was, and it was worth it. Like, there was zero, zero part of me that regretted going. It was, it was a blast. Yeah, and it was people of all all ages, all abilities, all shapes and sizes, all levels of enthusiasm. And it's not going to surprise you to know that I was probably at the higher end of that, mm-hmm. some people. But yeah, my, my friend Danielle went with me and she was a little nervous. Um, I told her that if she really was uncomfortable, she could 
because she is not quite as um, ready to just jam out in front of everybody as I am, but who is? So I was like, you know what, you can just, you can just have my phone and take some pictures and, you know, I want to do a little Insta story. So whatever you're comfortable with. But it didn't take very long before she was, you know, whipping her hair around and patting her pancake. She was patting. Well, we didn't even get to do that though. So oh, oh, that's a bummer. Did he get a set list before? Does he like release the set list or? He does, and he has actually a bunch of the. If you go to his YouTube channel, you can actually go through and you can look at the different set lists. Oh, fun! Um, it's really fun. So if you want to act like you are there, you can do that. <laughs> He's also, when this is coming out. Um, when this interview is, or when this episode is coming out, um, he'll still have a couple more shows to do. So I think he'll have one in New York, um, like in Manhattan, and then one in, I think, near St. Louis. So, and maybe there will be more after that. I'm not sure what his plans are. I know he's got some sort of elusive, exciting plans for the new year, which hopefully we'll find out about very, very shortly. But yeah, I, I would encourage you guys to go. And he, tends to pair up with um with good causes so that the money you're paying for the concert is is helping out you know the community as well cool he's very inspiring and he he just it was such a wonderful interview he was very vulnerable at times he's super funny and he he's so relatable and he's so inclusive and he wants to use what he uses to out in the world for the for good and to, to help people feel like they, anyone can join the party, right? And that's I, that warmth and everything about him just kind of really shines through. And his videos are so inspiring on his YouTube channel. People around the world watch them just for inspiration. And he was telling Kristen and I stories, and you guys are going to hear for yourselves. Like, I got really choked up at a few of these stories of people who were very sick, and watched his videos and it made them feel better when they were receiving treatment and things like that. So I wanted to ask you guys, what are the videos that you like to look at to, to make you feel good, feel inspired? Like what, what, what makes you do that? For me, it's, I don't know if it makes me feel inspired, but it definitely brightens my mood and always cracks me up. Anything involving goats, fainting goats, <gasps> goats that are screaming, go, like just, just goats that are dressed up, like, just just go- baby goats, adult goats, different kinds of goats, just <laughs> all the goats. And actually it was so funny because the other day, I can't remember why, but we were, I was, I was laying in bed, we we're snuggling with my daughter and she is kind of like, you know, I think like any kid is just like, oh, is that a phone? Let me see that. Let me go to YouTube and click around. And then I was like, oh no, like let's watch, let's show her some sort of fun video if she wants to be on YouTube. And so my husband Ryan was like, oh yeah, he's like, well, let's pull up goat videos. I don't think she's ever seen goat videos. And so we put them on and she just thought it was like, like toddler laughter is the best. Kid laughter is always the best. And she was just cracking up. And I was like, oh girl, you are definitely mine if you think that goats running and just like fainting and then popping right back up (laughs) what about you Kristen oh well I mean obviously I I really love the fitness martial videos and I I love seeing um really like badass choreography and then I love trying to do it but I yeah there's there tend to be modifications in my case but I I also (laughs) there is you guys are going to laugh because I'm sure I've talked about this before because I probably talk about it all the time. There is a video of uh, Chris Hemsworth when he's training, I think, for um, for Thor 3. <gasps> and my, 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 is that that is inspiring and other things. <laughs> <as well. laughs> Darn. Off to Google. 
Recommend. Recommend. <laughs> what about you, Margo? So for me, as animals, that's so funny because I want a baby goat so bad as a pet. If you, I can't... If you get one, I'll just come live with you. Oh, so. I mean, honest to God, if they could live in apartments in Brooklyn, I would grab one in a second. But uh, for me, it's it's called the Dodo. And it's one of those things you can look at on Facebook. You know, you kind of like the page. And it's just animal stories. And mm. like today they had one about this poor dog. He fell through the ice and these first responders came and they got him out and then he kind of went into cardiac arrest and they put him in the truck and they're taking him to the hospital and they're putting their coats around him and then he came back to life and then one of them adopted him and I was crying my little eyes out it's called the dodo if you guys ever see that and then the other one I saw today it's it's a big mastiff dog and her best friend is a little tuxedo cat and it's Beatrix and Midge and they just box all the time and then they snuggle (laughs) and they box and they snuggle and it's just the cutest thing ever so if you could find that on Facebook I I recommend that to you guys it'll put such a smile on your face because there's no sad stories they always get rescued just so you know that's good (laughs) only good things only things that will make you like cry happy tears exactly exactly well i say we get right into this uh interview today with the fitness marshal what do you guys think whoop whoop heck yeah oh wait we're gonna pat our pancake and listen caleb marshall also known as the fitness marshal got his start dancing in his hometown of marion indiana after honing his craft and exploring his personal style in performing arts school, the fitness marshal began blending his passion for choreography and dance with his talent for video production. The fitness marshal became certified in cardio dance training and quickly became a sensation for his cardio classes. After graduating from Indiana University, the fitness marshal began compiling his cardio concert videos and created his own YouTube channel, showcasing his cardio hip-hop workouts set to upbeat and top 40 songs. In under a year, the fitness marshal's YouTube channel reached 100,000 subscribers. Today, his channel boasts over 1 million subscribers with over 175 million views, and his fans hail from all corners of the world. Due to the overwhelming demand, the fitness marshal began teaching live cardio concerts across the country to sell out capacity crowds. As the demand for unique live experiences continue to increase, the fitness marshal prides himself on spreading confidence, love, and happiness to as many people as he can through his one-of-a-kind classes. He is here today to talk about his origin story, how his YouTube channel got started, the live shows he's been creating all over the country, and his plans for the future. Welcome to the show, Caleb Marshall. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello. So this is FBG Margot, and on the line today we have FBG Kristen. Hey guys. So I'm going to ask. Hello. hello. So I'm going to ask you the first <laughs> question. <laughs> I can't remember the last time having so much fun with a YouTube channel until I discovered you. So can you please tell our audience the genesis of your channel and how you managed to get the attention of Megan Trainer? who retweeted you into YouTube glory. Can you tell everybody about that? <laughs> it was really, really also organic. It was, um, I mean, I never watched YouTube. I never, I never did fitness stuff. Like I, I never in my life saw myself as like a fitness person whatsoever. And so I grew up wanting to always, you know, be a performer and I wanted to be a pop star, an actor. And I uh, always did that, you know, growing up 
in local community theater. But when I went to college, I kind of gave up on all those dreams because I had really I had tried doing acting and stuff. Like I went out to LA. Like my mom like took me out to LA for acting camps and she really tried to get me involved in the industry. And everyone just said no, and no one really responded to me. So I was very discouraged and sad and just kind of went to college and gave up on ever being a performer of any sorts and really just was looking for a way to stay healthy. I was in school for video production, um, just hoping I could at least produce other people's content behind the camera since I didn't think I could ever be in front of the camera. And I started taking these uh, exercise classes and just kind of fell in love with it. And I, I felt like a pop star when I was doing these like dance fitness classes. And I was like, oh my gosh, like maybe maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. So I started teaching it just kind of for fun. Like they asked me to audition and I was terrified. I never thought I could lead a, like a class or be an instructor, but I tried it and just, it was like this moment where the angels were singing and there was like confetti falling from the ceiling. And I just knew that it was, it was my passion to be a fitness pop star, whatever that meant. And I really didn't have anyone to look up to all I knew is that Richard Simmons did was did something that was amazing with fitness and Britney Spears did something amazing with being a pop star and I thought what if I mash those two up like this is what that feels like to me so I started the YouTube channel just kind of as a Hail Mary it was my senior year of college and I didn't know what else to do so I was like I'll just do this for fun and then it just slowly, I just started putting all the videos on YouTube that I did already in my normal classes that I was teaching at my college. And slowly over time, it just kind of blew up. It was really just a steady growth of, of views and subscribers. It really didn't feel like an overnight success. I mean, within eight months, I had 100,000 subscribers, which I mean, is really fast. But it was always just so I just kept putting out content that I really liked doing. And then I think, oh gosh, when was it? Maybe a year and a half after I started the channel is when the Me Too video came out. And I just, it, it was already on YouTube and stuff. And I mean, it was doing just like every other video, just like, okay, just a couple, maybe like 100,000 views. But then I remember this one night I put it on Facebook and I had this feeling, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna blow up. So I put it on, I put it on Facebook and literally just within days it had over a million views and then just kind of snowballed into this massive thing. It has like 30 million views now that, and it got that just within like, I think a few months. So yeah. And then Megan saw it and like, she followed me on Twitter and, or on uh, Instagram and tweeted the video out. And that was just so cool. Cause like that was so validating to have like the actual artist think it was cool. Cause that's my dream is to be able to like have the artist support it and like the artist be backup booties one day. So just the fact that <laughs> Megan like thought it was cool was really awesome. That is so cool. And you talking about your background with acting and, um, and performing and everything makes total sense to anybody who has, who's watched you because you do have like a lot of presence and I was wondering, because it's not just like the moves and the music that always has me smiling and laughing as I'm as I'm doing these, but it's your commentary. Like, I cannot tell you the amount of joy that my friends and I and I have gotten out of Patchul Pancake. I mean, we just we we use it for everything. Like everything is just everything falls back to Patchul Pancake. So, like, are those are those like off the cuff, or do you? 
Do you kind of think about things that you might say and then just see what comes up? Do you ever get laughing so hard when you come up with something like that that you have to like just stop? <laughs> because I mean, I died. I just, I fell on the floor. I was died. I'm a ghost talking to you right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's really a mixture of both. Um, I remember initially, I don't even know what video it was, but I was saying something that was kind of silly and people responded to it and really liked it and thought it was really funny. And it was weird because, and if you watch the earlier videos, like I was always silly and kind of charismatic, but it was much more fitnessy and much more instruction based. I feel like much more serious yeah. in the older videos. And once I, once people like, once I just kind of said something like just as Caleb would and people responded to it, I was like, maybe I could like be more myself in this. Like maybe I don't have to like be this, what I think a fitness instructor should be. And I kind of really just started to embrace my personality and my quirkiness more. And so now I'll think like with the cake song, like I, I definitely like thought about eat your cake, but um, you know what? I don't, I really don't know if Pat Your Pancake was off the cuff because most of the things are. It really yeah. is just me being silly and in the moment. And I think that's what's like so special about it is that it really is just so authentic. Awesome. By the way, cake was like my favorite at the um, <laughs> at the cardio concert. Like I I had the most fun with that because I do really like to eat cake. So it worked out yeah. really well. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. Wait, and when you came to the which show? I was at um, the first one in Claremont. I didn't get to stay after because we had, I, I live like an hour and a half away and I had friends visiting in town for a race the next morning. Um, so I sort of had to like hustle there and hustle back, but oh, it was amazing okay. and fun. And I was, I was the one pouring sweat off my ponytail at everybody from the back of the room. So, um, yeah, okay. It was, it was wait, sexy. Where's, where's Claremont? Oh, sorry. Florida. Central Florida. Florida. Wait, yeah. so the one that was just like not too long ago, like yeah. like a week or two ago. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, nice to talk. Nice to talk <laughs> to you. <laughs> you too. You too. Oh yeah, that was super fun. Did you come on the day that it was like the Halloween dress up day, or the other day? I came on the other day. I wish okay. I had a Halloween dress up day. Yeah. I've got yeah. an awesome yeah. Wonder Woman costume. Yeah, the she next does. day is like a Halloween. See, that would have been perfect. There was another Wonder Woman there, though, so you would have had to, like, compete, so. <laughs> That's not a problem. <laughs> That's really She's very problem. competitive. Good, Well, good. especially when it comes to a dance-off. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you, you basically have your friends and family included in your vlogs and in your videos, and including your grandma Margie, uh, the backup booties, your boyfriend Cameron. So tell us how being the fitness marshal has changed their lives as well as yours. Well... It, that that's a funny question. I mean, here's it. I was always roping my friends into things ever since I can remember from when I was a kid, whether that was like making up dances or, or like my parents bought me a little camera when I was like 12. And then every time I went to my friend's house, I made them all be in videos. So it was really just second nature to me to rope everyone I knew into things that they didn't want to do. And <laughs> I think that I think the coolest thing is that it, with most of my family and friends, it nothing really seems like it's changed that much it's just like we're doing like my I think my family's just super supportive and thinks that everything I'm, I'm doing is really cool and amazing and with my friends it's just like now I get to travel with my friends and now my friends moved out to LA with me and I mean nobody want, thought that this was on their path you know like my friends all had their own things uh, that they were doing in their lives and no I don't think 
anybody expected this to happen, so it's weird to even think about. But yeah, the, no one's asked me that question, so I've really never had to think about it. But it's just crazy because I met my I met my boyfriend Cameron at a time when I you know had gone through this terrible breakup, and I was that's I started the channel right after that just to kind of get my mind off things too, and I didn't talk to anyone for like a year. I was totally single, and then I met Cameron. And he was the first guy I talked to, and I didn't think it was going anywhere because I knew I was going I was going to go to California. I knew I had all these dreams, and it was just bizarre because Cameron had like he wanted to go to California. He wanted he just it just so happens that he ended up being the missing piece to everything I was needing. And he was an, an amazing manager and was able to like schedule all these tours and handle all the things that I couldn't do and. It was just like it was just meant to be. I found the people in my life when I needed to, and we all just were supposed to go on this journey together. I really believe that because every I feel like everything just lined up so perfectly. It feels like it wasn't even forced, or I don't even really notice it because it just was such a natural progression. I feel like of all of my relationships and friendships. So sounds very meant to be. I love that. So you know, one of the other things that you're really well known for is you talk and at least like in the live event and then you know elsewhere you talk about the importance of like women feeling safe like safe to dance the way they want to safe to like love and and touch our own bodies and you know all of that which is i love i i think it's really powerful and it's obviously something that comes from really deep within you um because that's that was there was like raw emotion coming out when you were talking about that can you tell us a little bit about where those really strong and powerful feelings stem from? I think, I mean, in a way, I'm able to, to, I don't want to say I can relate because I don't know a woman's experience, but for me, those emotions come from feeling very, feeling like I was put in a box when I was a kid, and especially growing up gay in a very conservative town, I constantly felt like I had to hide myself. I constantly felt like I had to try to fit in and conform I never felt like I could just really be myself because I was was always so scared of being judged or looked down upon or or just just me being made fun of and so it's so important to me because once I started to live my truth like my life changed and I was able to I feel like people were able to meet Caleb for the first time and I was able to just like be myself without that mask on and so it's just so important to me that people embrace themselves and I, I saw so many times too like I was like when I would like dance or like be sexy or do something like people would just like people would like be like oh my gosh like that's so cute like that's so fun like you're charming like whatever but then like when girls would do it people would be like oh wow she's such a slut like you should whatever like and it it really bothered me because it's like I had a free pass for some reason just because I was a guy like I could clearly see that happening and I just I want to I want to be a man that has the privilege of the patriarchy who will step out and say that, no, like you don't have to, you don't have to be this way. You don't have to be chained down with these rules and all these things that society tells you that goes along with being a woman. I really want to, I want to be a voice that frees people and tries to, to fight those standards and just help people feel good about themselves and feel confident, feel sexy because everyone, everyone should have the right to feel that way. With everything that's happening in the news these days, it's so nice to hear a man speaking the way you're speaking right now. 
you know, not being defensive and just being an ally. And, and I, I, for one, really appreciate that. <laughs> we yeah, need, I'm we like need more of you. Over here. I know. I got very choked up <laughs> as you were talking. Oh, my God. What's my next question? So, <laughs> well, going on to continue on with that, because I we love your vibe about loving yourself and also loving the body that you're in, you know, as you're moving it. And so do you have any favorite stories from your shows, from fans who've been following you, have been helped by your message? message of positivity oh my gosh yeah absolutely it's so hard to it's really so hard to pick one person it's there's been so many stories (laughs) that and it's amazing when people tell me that they lose weight like I love I love when people like are getting healthy doing this but it's the stories like um a woman messaged me who had a miscarriage and she said that like watching one of my videos was the first time that she had like her like smiled and then there was a woman who said that she was a victim of uh, sexual assault and she couldn't be with her uh, any new partners she felt ashamed of her body she couldn't like touch her like it was she just did not feel connected to herself sexually anymore and she said the videos made her feel sexy and helped her reclaim her power and and like feel sexy again and there was another i mean other people who have i mean it's everything like a woman who was was suffering from anxiety and to the point where she couldn't leave her house and had severe depression and she said that that went on for years and then she played one of my videos and she heard the sound of her own laughter for the first time in years and now she's like back on track and like fighting everything and like a, a woman just tweeted me last night that she had a was in a full panic attack and um instead of you know taking it out of van and she just put on the videos and was able to get through it doing like an hour of the fitness marshal video. So it's really just, and I could literally go on and on and I save all these stories. I have like a little file that I just read whenever I like need a little, like pick me up because it's just incredible how many different kinds of people can be affected by this. I mean, people going through divorce and, you know, breakups and mental illness and physical illness. I just got, a, I just got an email yet, like uh, literally last week about, a little girl who they found a brain tumor in her head and she like her family played her the videos to get through it and she, she said and they sent me literally sent me videos of her just laughing and smiling and dancing right before going into surgery to get this tumor removed and they said without the videos she wouldn't have she wouldn't have been doing okay because she was like understandably freaking out the whole time before in the videos the only thing that calmed her down like she was had the ipad like watching the videos as she was being wheeled into surgery it's just like those are the things that I never in a million years thought about. And in the beginning, it was so much about me and just me wanting to be a performer and be on stage. And then when I started doing this and seeing all these emails, I realized how much nothing, (laughs) it's not about me at all. It's about having the ability to touch lives through dance and in ways that you just could never imagine. So you mentioned looking back at some of those stories on days where you need a little bit of a pick me up. And you are, you know, on video, of course, and we all know that everything, you know, life is edited when you see it online, but you're so upbeat and positive and fun that it's really easy for the rest of us to just assume that you're always like that all the time, no matter what. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) you know, I mean, aside from, um, you know, from taking a look back at some of these stories and, and recognizing the impact that you've had on others, do you have any other tips for for things that get you motivated to get moving on days when you just don't really feel like dancing? I, th- I think in those days, I mean, it, it's hard. I really try. I think being positive is is a choice. And 
it's so easy and i have a problem with this it's just i get super negative like in my head like i'll start thinking like a defeating thought and then i'll allow myself to kind of spiral and and just kind of spread that negativity because it's so contagious and i feel like it just has to be and i try to like meditate every morning and i i make a conscious choice to have a positive perspective because the i feel like the more i go through things the more i deal with things the more i realize that perspective is literally everything it is 90 percent. like it is how you look at something and how you choose to react to it it's your reaction that determines like how you're going to feel and so i think it's just reminding myself and taking a step back and and pausing for a moment and deciding is this how i want this to make me feel is this how i want the rest of my day to be because ultimately like i get to choose that whether it's like i mean yes you could have a bad day yes things can upset you but I mean, you can choose to let it ruin your entire day or you can choose to, to, you know, look at it from a different light and try to be positive. And I try to think of everyone else who goes through things every single day and has things much harder than me and everyone's just trying to get through it. And it's easy to think that you're the only one like going through something and everyone else is just has it all together and it's totally fine. And it's easy to get down on yourself, but that's not the case. Everyone has their battles and you just got to choose to be positive. So going back to your vlog, which is completely hilarious. And I love the one you did recently, the video you did of your yeah. upcoming gig in Dallas, where you're basically talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing two different characters. So yeah. I have to ask you, who are your favorite comedians? Who do you follow? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if I have fa- Yes, I do have favorite com- comedians. I don't know why I'm saying this. Um, so, like, I love... Melissa McCarthy, I love Kristen Wiig, I love Amy Schumer, I love, oh, uh, comedians. I mean, I, you can't do this to me. I wasn't even prepared. Like, I, I love, I love so many people and I'm going to be so mad that I forgot everyone I love. Like, I don't even know. I'll tell you my favorite, like, comedy to watch on TV right now is Will and Grace, the new one that just came back. Oh, yes. I am loving that. Yeah, I'm so mad right now. I'm going to literally, after this, I'm going to look <laughs> up everyone I love. <laughs> I don't mean to stress you out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, like, Bridesmaids is my favorite type of movie, so if that gives you an idea of, like, my humor. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I loved Bridesmaids so much. <laughs> so much. No shame. <laughs> uh, so I'm, j- I'm thinking about um, my husband and I were watching the, the new Will and Grace a few nights ago, and um, – he he turned and looked at me at one point after he was just like like cracking up he goes how does anybody not love this like how does anybody not think this is hilarious and I'm like well that's why we're we're married because we laugh at all the same stuff Karen is my favorite character oh oh, yeah (laughs) yeah so my my ideal spirit animal if I could come up with one that I will never actually be is a mix of Karen Walker and Julia Sugarbaker Oh, um, and, and Dorothy's Bornack. I like, see that. It, I just want to oh be, my God. I want to be so sassy and I do not have it in me at all. But that's like, I think if I were to come up with like a stage persona type of thing, it would be, it would be a mix of those three amazing women. Like that was the night the lights went out in Georgia. Yes. Like, yes. Was incredible. That's I know that show. That's I know that beautiful. scene. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So that's not my question though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so last night when we were hanging out and I was doing all of your videos in my living room by myself, I 
couldn't help but notice that you're pretty ripped. And um, I don't think that's creepy. But uh, I I had to wonder, like, you said that you're, you never saw yourself as, like, a fitness guy. But do you do other workouts in addition to, you know, like, dancing and things that support dancing? Or is that just, like, you and, you know, good for you? No. Uh, well, I was always overweight when I was younger. Um, so I always really struggled with my body and my image. I was, I mean, in elementary school, middle school, I was overweight. And then in high school, I got super skinny, I think just kind of from growing out of it. And then, but I got really scared to like be heavy again. So I had a really unhealthy relationship with food and was like seriously calorie restricting. And just like, I, I was, I would all, literally every day, like just like pinch my body. Like I just, I never, ever had a good relationship with my body. And so in college, I kind of tried to take control of that because all I was doing was being unhappy with my body, but I wasn't research. I didn't know how to eat well. I didn't know how to work out. All I was doing was complaining and I got tired of complaining and being unhappy. And so I just tried to educate myself in college. And that's why I started kind of taking up those dance uh, fitness classes to like kind of keep myself in shape and uh, do things. But then I started um, weight training and not not intense at all like literally my friend just showed me a few things and i just try to do it like you know three times a week and if i can you know just get to the gym and lift some weights and i just really make an effort to try to eat well like yeah did i have a pint of ice cream last night i did but normally i try to eat well <laughs> and just you know take care of myself other than just the videos but honestly for the cardio it's just the videos and choreographing like, I don't do any other cardio besides the shows and the dance videos and stuff. So going back to the choreographing, is there any song in particular that you haven't been able to figure out how to choreograph or you just haven't been able to get the rights to it yet? Because you have an incredible catalog of songs, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it's well, YouTube just has rules. They just like let you they'll tell you what songs you can put up and what songs you can't. And so I just can't monetize any of my content. So it's, I'm just doing the Lord's work, putting out all this free stuff. But um, uh, there, there are always, I feel like the songs that I want to do most or that I know I should do the most are the ones I have such a hard time choreographing because it's the songs that are like, this has to be epic. This has to be amazing. Those are the ones that like drive me crazy because I feel like I'm just so worried about it being good that I can't think of anything for it. That happened with Despacito because I think for months and months, every single comment was do death by Theto, do death by Theto. And it, I drew it. I went crazy. Cause I tried, I really did try to choreograph too. And I couldn't think of anything. And then by the time I like started to think of something, the song was like way past its time. And it's just, I'm still sad about it. Cause it would have been great. Oh, I'm sad about it too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I want to I want to know a little bit about the logistics behind the um, the choreography and the videos. Like, so I mean, we just talked a little bit about how you choose the songs, which means the YouTube overlords tell you what you can do, and then you figure <laughs> right. out what works. But how long does it generally take you to like come up with a routine, and is it like a collaborative effort, or do you just lock yourself away? And then how many times do you run it through until you feel like you've got it? And at that point, is that when you bring in your backup booties, and then you start shooting? Like, is this like a week long? Is it a month? Is it a couple of days? How does this work? 
You know what? There's never ever been a consistent formula. It's just, <laughs> it's just whenever it happens, it happens. Like I have a shoot scheduled tomorrow. We're supposed to shoot four videos, and I haven't shot four videos. I don't think in like the same day in probably two and a half years. So I have no idea how it's gonna go. But like there is, we're doing three. We're doing four songs. I have three choreographed. One I choreographed most of it literally in my car in ten minutes. I heard it for the first time, and I was like, oh yeah, I can feel this. The other song I've been working on for like a week. And it's we're shooting tomorrow, and I have nothing. And so right after this call, I'm gonna be choreographing all day. And it's it literally it either like comes to me or it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it is. And it's also it's like whenever I'm in my head and I'm trying hard, it doesn't work. So it's like whenever I'm just in the moment, feeling the music, not thinking about it, that's when I'm the mo I think it's the most fun and authentic. And it's so hard to be in the moment when you know it like you want it to be a good one and like you know there's like pressure behind the song like people are gonna see it and like so it's just all about like if i'm winning the mental game that day or not you are just 24 years old right yes what are your plans for the fitness marshal i mean i know you're just getting started in life but do you have any can you tell us anything that you have coming up in the future what are your dreams oh my gosh <laughs> well <laughs> You know what? That's the funny thing because like this is right now, like I'm living my dream. Like whatever I thought was possible, like literally two years ago, I was living with Cameron in his parents' house and I could not afford my own haircut. And now fast forward a year and I'm living in like a, like a beautiful apartment in LA, like touring for a living, like doing all these videos, getting to spend my day like creating and so like this so I really am living my dream and I just and that's not to say I either I don't have so many more because I this I want this to expand and I want to do so much more but I also just want to take a moment to be like wow like I'm so lucky and so appreciative of what I have right now but I think in the future I want this to get bigger and better I want I want everyone to know the fitness marshal I think right now it's kind of just like an internet thing I feel like most people don't know about the fitness marshal and haven't experienced it. And I think it's just something I really want everyone to be able to experience on an even bigger scale and, you know, bigger actual real concerts and working with artists more and like having artists like be in videos and I mean, kind of like carpool karaoke, but for the fitness marshal. And so, and then I have like another amazing thing that uh, is coming up in January that I've already finished working on, but I'm just not allowed to talk about it. But that is that was something that I that I got to do that I had only talked about and joked about in high school and in college, like things, something that everyone jokes about getting to do or having. And that happened. And so I know I'm being very cryptic. But that yeah, was just, you're such a tease. I'm, ex <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for January to roll around because that it was re that's uh, something really amazing and something that I hope continues and gets to be. I, a big part of the fitness marshal as well. So just look out. Fantastic. Yeah, this is, um, I believe this is actually going to air right around the first of the year. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe oh, as we get into like toward January, if, you know, if, if the gag is taken out and you're allowed to, to tell us in advance, even if it's embargoed, um, maybe we can include something about it in the, oh, um, in wow, the show yeah, notes for you. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be really good. Um, that'd be great to kind of talk about it. 
Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us know what it is. If it's embargoed, if we need to sign anything, we are more than happy to. That's not a problem. We're not going to share your secrets with the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if you've got exciting stuff coming up, then obviously we want to help you share that news, you know. I'm not going to ask you what your favorite video that you've ever done is because I think that that's probably not a fair question. Although you're happy, like we would be happy to have you tell us a few of your favorites if you'd like. But um, what I really want to know is, are there any coming up that you're really excited about that we should be on the lookout for? Or can Ooh. you not say? No, I can. Uh, no, I'm like I said, I'm shooting for tomorrow. And what am I, what am I shooting? Hold on. <laughs> Okay, yeah, um, I am shooting a uh, one that isn't even a well-known song, and it's just, it's got a vibe that I really like. It's a very um, tropical, tropical pop kind of vibe. It's by, DJ, it's by like DJ Snake and L-A-U-V. It's called, what's it called? A Different Way. And it's really fun. I like it a lot. It's very, I like the ones that are kind of like, they're not slow, but they're kind of a little bit dramatic. And it has like a dramatic kind of walk in it, a very slow, like sexy, dramatic music video walk. And those are my favorite. So so be on the lookout for that one. And then I'm doing a a collab soon with, I don't know if you're familiar with Blogilates. Yes. Of and I saw in one of your blogs that you guys are friends. Yeah. So she, I didn't know, but I, like I have a, my blog channel too that you talked about and um, she tweeted me one day and was like, Hey, like I saw your video about your vlog, about kind of feeling insecure and like, just want to let you know, uh, to keep up the good work and I love your stuff and everything. And she like followed me on Twitter and I was like freaking out and I was like, it's vlog a lot. <laughs> and so I looked at her YouTube and I saw that she like lived close to me. And I like DM'd her and I was like, or like her PO box was close to me. And I was like, hey, not to be creepy, but like your PO box is like super close to my house. So <laughs> if you want to like meet up. And so she invited me to her office and gave me like a tour. And we just kind of talked and chatted and uh, filmed a little like fun video. I taught her swallow, but then we, you know, stayed in touch and are shooting um some videos that are going to go out in January. I think on January 1st is when the collab is going to, is going to air on both of our channels. So I'm really excited about that. That is awesome. She, Cassie was our 18th podcast guest. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah. So we, we love her as well. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's so crazy how small the world is. It's it is. It's a tiny internet. Teeny, teeny, tiny. <laughs> so Kristen, do you have any more questions for Caleb? I mean, like twenty five. I mean, but, but, more, I know exactly. I'm going <laughs> to hold back, and um, no, I, you can go ahead and, and wrap this baby up. Because we'll definitely have you back on the show again. Because you're a fantastic guest for sure. But oh, thanks. But we would love to ask you just one more question. It's the question we ask everybody that appears on our show. What was the last song you listened to before you did this podcast interview? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Okay, you know what? You know what? Maybe I have this on. Oh my gosh, it was stuck in my head this morning. Hold on. Maybe I have it. Is there like a recently listened to list? Recently played? I am so mad. These are the worst questions because I just don't. <laughs> I just literally float. I float through life. I do not remember things. So. It just means you're present, right? Yes. Present I hope moment. so. 
Or just unobservant. <laughs> I think it was, you know, I think it was, um, I think it was BTS DNA. It is a, yeah, because I'm, well, that's the song I'm trying to choreograph to. So it's been like in my head nonstop. And so they're performing at the uh, AMAs on the on Sunday. It's like their first American performance. And so I I have a good feeling about this song. And they're like an incredible, like incredible group. So if you look at BTS DNA, it's a good on song. It. Absolutely, we will. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show today. You were so much fun to talk to. Oh, thank you so much. You guys were fun to talk to, too. Oh, gosh, thanks. <laughs> Love this show? Tell us why in a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read it on the air. Also, make sure you are a subscriber. If you want to reach out to say hi or have a question about a recent episode, yay, well, feel free to email us at podcast at fitbottomgirls.com. And if this podcast jives perfectly with your brand, consider sponsoring the show. Get more info by emailing advertising at fitbottomgirls.com. Find all kinds of Fit Bottom goodness online and on social media at Fit Bottom Girls, Fit Bottom Mamas, Fit Bottom Eats, and Fit Bottom Zen. And if books and movies are your thing, check out the other podcast I co-host called Book vs. Movie, which you can find anywhere where you search for podcasts. Thanks for listening.